Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shock of Reality, the podcast devoted to discussing the topics and facts that everyone really cares about with no fear. Featuring your host, voice of the seaport, DJ SAV, and a superstar of the future, musician and intellectual giant, Mr. Alvin Smalls. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at theshockofreality at yahoo.com. That's D A S H O C K O F. R-E-A-L-I-T-Y, all one word with no spaces. Topic listed as podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram under the same heading. So now, let's get popping on the topic of the day. All right, folks, this is DJ SAV. Unfortunately, Mr. Alvin Smalls could not be here today. He has some family issues to take care of. Today is a real special day. Today is our first interview outside of the studio with the fellas of Raw Ingredients. So before we get into introducing you to these guys, we're going to uh, give you their commercial because they're the ones that are, they're the ones that are doing this and it's all about them. So Raw Ingredients, a hip sushi restaurant open Tuesday through Saturday from noon till 9 p.m. Dine in or take out, come in and see Ian and the crew as they take you on a culinary journey of a lifetime, an authentic experience where you can do things traditionally or just get right to it with both hands. Located at 18C 16th Street on Tybee Island, Georgia, highly accessible with friendly and knowledgeable staff who cater to everything to make your feast extraordinary or continuing everything you want to know about sushi. So if you are out and looking for not just a great light lunch, but a succulent and savory food experience, then come out the raw ingredients. So stop by and come roll with us. I like that. So guys, I want you one by one to introduce yourselves to my uh, group. So let's get it started. What's going on, y'all? My name is Miles. I'm the manager over here at Raw Ingredients. What's up, y'all? Uh, it's Ian, uh, the co-owner of Raw Ingredients. Hey, my name's Marshall. I'm also co-owner of Raw Ingredients. You guys, once I get my camera, I'm going to bring them back on because, like, the, the voices don't do justice. You be like, wait a minute, that sounds like Morgan Freeman on, on uh, weed right there. Like, oh, I'm joking. So uh, these guys are friends of mine, Darby Allen, real cool dudes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, they still haven't convinced me to become a lifelong sushi guy, but... Uh, Every once in a while, I'll try something and cuss after I do it, because I'll be like, that's wrong. I don't like cooked fish, so. <laughs> we got you on the veggie roll, though. You got me yeah, on the veggie roll, yeah. yeah. I, I've tried a couple of things. I'm not going to say it wasn't good. I think it's just, I got a mental block. <laughs> yeah. Fish. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, my son, for some reason, it's just like, I've walked into my son's room, and he's had one of your bags at the house, and he's like, Passed out in the chair. He's got a, a, a crab roll right here in the chair. I'm like, really? Are you sure you're my son? <laughs> but it's, it's, it is what it is. We got on hook, man. We trying to do it. Trying yeah. to do it right, man. I just can't afford it right now, you know, because I don't make enough money. <laughs> I, I be trying to get it on credit. I am the ultimate black dude. I try to get everything on credit. <laughs> and we support it. He, he, support they do, it. but I, I don't. I don't. I don't be the dead horse. You know, I, I come in. Every once in a while when my, my mom would give me my allowance and I'll buy something, so, yeah. But these guys are real cool. They come in, you know, 
They're young businessmen, they're trying to do something positive. And then they'll come down and they'll uh, hang out with me when I'm at the Rock House, yes, you know, sir. listening to some, some Jeezy and all that. And yes, DJ in Savannah. Yes, they'll trip me out. You know, and I always say this, and people be like, you racist. Some of the blackest ghettoest songs come from some of my whitest friends and cousins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, I want to, like, you sure you want to hear that? And we can listen to some uh, some uh, Josh Groban or something. Like, no, 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 I want some. Jeezy. <laughs> but, you know, guys, you know, I, I've known you guys since you've been out here. You've always been real cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Even if I just come in and shoot the breeze, even if y'all are busy, you know, I appreciate that. We don't have a lot of that. Uh, so tell me, what gave you guys the idea to start Raw Ingredients? Mm, I think it came from, like, a, a lot of different places. Um... I think mainly me and Marshall used to work out here at the surf shops for a long time. Okay. And like one of the number one questions was like, where do we get something good to eat? Or like, where's something healthy? Like, you know, people just wanted something different and it was all the same food. Yeah, so I, I kind of Yeah, we just kind of always knew that from the jump that Tybee needed something a little different. Yeah, you know, I mean, because the only thing quote unquote that was healthy out here was Subway and they were never open. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's different, exactly. Cause like I I, I remember when Subway's here and I'd come and I'd be like, man, I ain't eat today. Oh Subway, I can have me a sub. Mm -hmm. So I'll go and put my stuff down and walk down here and they closed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, yeah. And then I remember you guys opened up and I was like, uh, like wait a minute. Veggie rolls. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. I came, yeah, no, no, and, and folks, let me tell you. Them some good veggie rolls, <laughs> really. I see that, and, and I just being bliss. Um, so I see that you guys also have uh, the guy, the store next door, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what's the difference with that place and this place, other than this being sushi? Because that look like that's healthy as well. Mm -hmm. So so what was the premise behind that one, and what's going on with that? Mm. When we originally got like the opportunity to open up this place like we had like sushi and kind of just wanted to bring a vibe more of like a beach like a young hip vibe also to the island so we did that and then subway was next to us and then there was opportunity to take that portion of the building over as well and a lot of times like families would come in and they would want to eat sushi but then maybe the kids exactly. didn't want yeah, yeah exactly. the kids wouldn't be you know too keen on it or even some friends or something like that. So we also just figured, like, there's no smoothies on the island. So smoothie sandwiches just seem to fit perfect. And then people are already accustomed to getting sandwiches kind of there already, so. I feel you on the smoothie thing, dude. There's nothing like a real good smoothie. Yeah. And not one that's not, like, $15, yeah? Like, yeah. I go on the Smoothie King. Yeah. I feel like I got to leave one of my children there when I get a smoothie. Yeah, and then half the stuff they're talking about putting in the smoothie, they're like, we're going to put some Pyrex powder and this and, <laughs> like, I was able to, uh, one day I came up and I was, uh, I didn't know that was you guys' store. And then uh, my son came back and like, hey, I went and got the sounds down there. I'm like, okay, yeah, I only got one problem with over there. Sounds is not big enough. Yeah. You got to have yeah. a fat man sandwich. <laughs> but it was really good. It was it was something that I had never had before. Mm -hmm. And it was a real good change from what I was eating at the Rock House. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I'll be trying to lose weight, but then when you eating fried wings and fried burgers and fried fries, which is why I started doing the veggie rolls more often because mm-hmm. you know for like there was like two weeks where I was coming, I was getting veggie rolls like yeah, every other day. Yeah. And uh two but, veggie rolls and some shunt sauce. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and I and I mean both of these places are real cool. I like both of them, you know, uh-huh. even before I started doing commercials, mm-hmm. I was talking about you guys. I was talking about you, I was talking about Tybee Turtle. I was talking about uh, the pizza place across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, these smaller businesses, you know, because these businesses that are here and they're already, they've already really? been here forever. Yeah. You know, people are already doing it. So I'm doing this by word of mouth. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm going to do a lot of stuff where with the camera and all next year, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing a little bit of, you know, computer imagery and whatnot. Because I, I want you guys to succeed. You deserve to succeed. I mean, you're good guys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, even though, you know, I could walk in sometimes, and you just have this mean look on your face like, ah, more rice. <laughs> sometimes it be like that. Yeah, it's like that. I, I, you, know, know well, you guys don't walk I in you, there. I oh, caught yeah. you at the Rock House a couple yeah. nights. I think it's fair to say that's the, that's the way it goes. That's, that's, that's service, service. service industry. Yeah, right, service right. Industry. When you're serving people, it's a different... Different vibe, but but I've never I've never come in here even when you guys are busy or first or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you have a a, a mean word to say. Yeah. You give really good service and the food is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Especially like uh, what's your, the uh, Spanish dude name that work with you guys? Rom. Yeah. yeah, I like him. Yeah, Rom's uh, cool. He is. You know what I'm saying? It's like when he came over and I played the uh, Mexican music for him. Uh-huh. Hey, big old look like. Yeah, yeah, it's a respect. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um, so what are you guys, uh, this is the off season now, mm-hmm. so I know it's real slow. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys planning for next year? Well, we've got a, like, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of plans it's a list. that we want to do. Yeah. Um, mainly like touching up the dining room in here, kind of like having a cleaner experience mm-hmm. and potentially like try a dine-in service with you know waiter like a full service restaurant i can see that i i love the dining room i i love the benches i I love this concept Mm -hmm. and that's that's once again that's the fat guy in me i'm comfortable i can sit here Uh you know i push the table a little bit yeah yeah, Yeah. you know what i'm saying and and i honestly i've never seen anybody in here that doesn't have a smile on their face. I've, mm-hmm. I've never walked in here with somebody like, oh, mm-hmm. it's time to go. You know, and, I, and I've seen that in a lot of, the, I've worked in a lot of places in the industry. And you know, it's just like people just going through the motions to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, even the music you guys have playing in the background, you know, it's a, yeah. a good it's change a, from what, you know what I'm saying? It's the vibe we try to create here mm-hmm. too. From, I, the, from the chalk art and like, just, it's just everything awesome. just yeah, yeah it's, it's like like Marshall said it's kind of catered to that younger like more fun beachy like good energy but also at the same time if you want to come dressed up on a date and exactly. sit down which with I see and, exactly. yeah, yeah you know we exactly. get a, that's the beauty of it you guys it's, give me a lot of vibe of Mellow Mushroom uh-huh. Yeah, Mellow you Mushroom could, was so that. much fun. Yeah, I did karaoke in Mellow Mushroom. That was a it was, it was a lot of weird stuff on the wall, <laughs> you know. And uh, but sometimes you need a place like that where if yeah. you, I mean, I've seen people dress up in the Mellow Mushroom. So it's it's you know you can come in. Uh, there was a guy that was in a tuxedo with Converse's on. That was really <laughs> yeah. so. But yeah, I, um, 
every time I come, I see something different on the wall that I didn't see before. I don't know if you guys know, I'll come in, like, you'll be talking to me, and I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to take in. Like, even there's some some spots I still haven't, like... But you got to really look at it, you know, because yeah, it's so yeah. fun. So but there, I there's, like, I, I like... Cause in, and this reminds me, uh, I was getting a tattoo. Uh-huh. And there was a girl next to me, and she was getting that on her arm. Uh-huh. And then, so that's what it caught my eye. And I see all the imagery, and, and I see stuff from, like... Spanish culture and everything, cartoons from when I grew up, my kids grew up, uh-huh. you know, and I mean, it's like you guys cover the basis of everything, the art, and it, it's just, it's a, it's a, I know people stop just because they see this through the window, oh, yeah. and then they stop to eat, which is really good business, yeah. so I, I just like, you know, sometimes when I'm not having a good day, I just walk by to see the colors, <laughs> I do, you know. I like that, man, I yeah, like I mean, that. It, it, that's the way it is, I have to be truthful about it. Uh-huh. The one thing I wish you guys had more room, like have a live band in here, you know, like mm-hmm. one of the local bands come, because mm-hmm. I, I think that that would help help a lot. Like, my son and his friend, who's also my co-host, Alvin, uh-huh. they do a two-man band thing. That would be cool. I think that would, like, if you just, like, the corner, and they have the corner, and people come in, I think that would be good for you guys. Mm-hmm. Just a suggestion. Let's you know just say saying? stay tuned on that. Yeah. yeah. Let's stay. just say stay tuned. Yeah. Because we got some, you guys, what's coming in the works, that's one of the things on the list. And I will be here. We got, some under, we got some undisclosed information as well, Dre. Some things that we, we could just So you will make my investigative you know reporter come out, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here like. <laughs> so, I knew it. What's that box? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but um, I, uh, when I was younger, Mm-hmm. My uh, grandmother and mother took me out to a restaurant, and uh, they had sushi on them, and it was it was terrible. The one thing I really appreciate about you guys uh, is the quality of the food. Even though you guys are fast with it, mm-hmm. it is it's like art on a plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you guys learn this art form? Because I know. I used to watch uh, Iron Chef mm-hmm. with uh, Masahiro Morimoto. Took me years to be able to see that name. <laughs> and I see this guy, and he's like slicing tuna so thin, it's like you can see through it. Uh-huh. And there's always, you guys, when I look at your plates, and he's a master sushi uh, artist, uh-huh. you guys put me in the mind of him every time I look at one of your plates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so. Where did you guys obtain the skills? I mean, did you go to school for it? Mm. Was it someone that you brought in and they taught you all so that you could, where, where did that come from? Uh, I think we, for us, it was mainly another person kind of like teaching us, you know? And and kind of a lot of a lot of it's just learning your, yourself, you know? Like in the beginning of something, uh, if you're interested in it, that's gonna develop anyway. You know what I mean? Like I if you show that. interest in anything, and I was always interested in sushi, so I worked in the I worked in the restaurant industry. And, um, so have you guys? I like, like the, you know what I'm saying. With, with that being said, you should work in the industry. Mm-hmm. Have you guys actually actually taken a trip over to like where sushi originated and like visited? Yeah. Or, no. Yeah. No. no. I mean, one thing with us has always just been kind of keep it simple and just 
don't don't think too much about it. Dude, I mean, man, your place are not simple. Those are not simple yeah. places. No, they, 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 they look they sophisticated. Yeah, they look sophisticated, sophisticated but it is simple. Yeah. You know? but that's, I mean, just, just one of the the ideas that we had initially was just putting it on a tray, like having a big tray to like display the sushi rolls itself, and like yeah. if you got the ten pieces and just setting them out and just having different toppings and stuff like that. It was just really kind of like. It was simple, like let's just do it on trays, not worry about tons of plates. And mm -hmm. it was just like a lot of like real small decisions that just kind of bring everything together. Yeah. And even like the original question of like why we wanted to open up the sushi bar. And it was just, we had an opportunity to try to come into this building and then the next step is just what are we gonna bring? Right. And then you go through all the ideas of what, you know, what we think that the island might need and then you take budget into consideration and then you take everything into consideration and it came down to sushi because one the island needs it two it's pretty healthy and kind of has that that cliche around it like yeah. the, the it's, people want to spend money yeah and, and also we like i think an important thing is too is to invest in, like your money in things that you know you know and we knew that, like, at the time of opening this and everything, we knew that market. Like, we knew how to do that. And it really wasn't, like, whenever you consider opening up restaurants, like, major cost is, like, in your kitchen. Right. And in your kitchen, you're going to have stoves. You're going to have ventilation systems. You're going to have tons and tons of costs that rack up these hundreds of thousands of dollar restaurants like whenever you google how to open up a restaurant or how much does it cost to open up a restaurant right. a lot of these are like for full kitchen restaurants and one thing that we realized with sushi is all you really need is refrigeration so if you're not cooking the food you're taking a big cost out of what you need to open up a restaurant so gas we don't we don't need any of that and that so cost was a big big proponent of that as well and that's why we always kind of just went with keep it simple don't think too much about it mm -hmm. that's why we have benches and tables and oh yeah we like the art on the wall and we like playing music if you ever decide to get rid of these benches I, you know i want you to give me up right in my backyard mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you know I, I like that that's that's a smart thing and you guys you know you did your research you you went at it even though it was something that you loved it was a it was a passion of yours you always a business head about it, mm -hmm. which you know, a lot of businesses fail. You know, mm -hmm. this podcast is the culmination of me trying and failing. Mm -hmm. You know, I started out as a karaoke DJ, which I still am. I've been doing that for 20 years. Do I make it big? No, but do I make a comfortable living? Yes. I tried to transition into mobile gaming. Savannah wasn't ready for what I was trying to do. That was a failure, but me seeing, interacting with people, uh, being a showman, and loving podcasts the way I do, I figured that this was a chance for me to do this. And you know, you got these big time podcasts, and they forget the the, the smaller subjects of what's going mm -hmm. on. So you know, I saw a need, I saw a niche, just like you guys did. Mm -hmm. um, Basically, for a few hundred dollars, I was able to start a podcast. I've been doing it for a year, and now it's time to grow and evolve. I've been able to bring some money in, because I wasn't looking to make a whole bunch of money this first year. Mm -hmm. I was looking to break even, mm -hmm. which I did, 
but then you guys being my first customers for commercial, I'm $75 in the black, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but you, you know, I, I, I look at the way you guys do things and I tailor myself to that. I'm significantly older than all of y'all, but if you can't learn from somebody when they know something, regardless of what, it, what your, their age are, then so, you're doomed to fail. Exactly. I sit back and watch all the time. Now, am I going to be a sushi chef? I don't think so. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I like cooking with grease and, and, and so you know. But uh, you know, I can, I can, I can sit in awe of the artistry and the dedication you guys have, which is why when you guys agreed to be my first interview off site, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I was excited about this. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I've been out here. Since what? What, what time I call? Like so one. You call me about one thirty. Yeah, and I sitting out here. I was like, "What you doing?" I say, "I got some friends down the way that you know they gonna do this thing." You know what I'm saying? So I, I know I'm gonna hear about it later, but I, I don't care. Um, no, we appreciate the opportunity, man. Yeah. Dude, this is this is helping me more than it's helping you. But for you to take time out of your schedules to discuss your story, because somebody might listen to this podcast and be like. Wow, it's possible. Young men get together, they can do something positive. Mm -hmm. They can do something that will be financially able to set them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some kid might listen to my podcast. I, I got this guy that listened to my podcast about Blueprint of a Man, and now he's made a 180-degree turn from being a deadbeat to being a good father, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of what's going on. Okay. So, you know, maybe somebody will hear this and be like, yeah, I got an idea. There's something I'm passionate about. Me, myself, I like making casseroles. <laughs> and I'm good at it. There, I was telling the girl down the street, I've got this beautiful eggplant at the house. And I'm talking about the vegetable folks. You know, some of y'all got some weird thought processes. And um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even go nowhere near that emoji. <laughs> so I said, I was like, I'm going to take this eggplant. I'm going to peel it. I'm going to uh, baste it in and garlic and, and olive oil mm -hmm. and I'm going to make a casserole with that with potatoes, onions, green peppers and uh, beef mm -hmm. with uh, Parmesan cheese on top. Mm -hmm. And I like, it was like, what you learn, like, look, when you a fat guy and all you do is work, when you home, you watch a lot of cooking shows, <laughs> which sir. cooking shows are really I'm not a fish eater. We've already established that. <laughs> yeah. But every time I watch like Iron Chef mm -hmm. and they cook something like, yeah, I might try that. <laughs> but then you would look to the left and they'll have a plate like they were doing eel, which I know is a big part of sushi. Mm -hmm. So he had this braised uh, uh, eel and, and gravy. And I'm like, yeah, that look good. But then over here, we got eel that's been boiled in and it's like white and pasty and gray and don't look good and it's like this yellow liquid. I'm like, no, I'm like, look, I should have stayed right here. But it's okay. <laughs> so I know you get got people come in and you got people that are, are veteran sushi eaters and they got somebody in here. If you had someone to bring someone that's not a sushi eater, other than veggie roll, because that's mine, mm -hmm. what would you recommend to a first time sushi eater to try to maybe give them a, a chance to develop a yeah, taste for it. Yeah, I mean, I would say like anything. I'd say like George Roll, bro. 
Probably Georgia rolls. What's in the Georgia roll? It's got a little fried shrimp, avocado on the inside, and then it's got like a spicy crab on top. Uh, you had me until you said crab. See, I would have yeah. tried that. I don't let them like it. You know what I'm saying? Everything is made to order too. I know. So that's another that good up. thing. Because I remember you, you guys did that for me. It was something on something I got. It was hard as hell. They had what, beef or something. Yeah, something. Mango oh, beef. yeah, yeah bro, yeah, man, that was who. It'll get you. Not man. all black folk like spicy food. It's chili right there. You guys are the second folks that got me with something hard. Uh, I went to Josh, uh, Billy Navon's um, Super Bowl party, and Josh was like, "Here, have this." I'm like, what is this? Like, no, just take a little. T- I mean, it was a dab. Uh huh. And by the time it hit my tongue, I was already, I uh, guzzled a 16-ounce beer. And before the last of it got in, it all came out. And I was like, I was like, look, all black folk don't like hard food. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I will make a commitment right now that before the first of the year, I will try Georgia Road. Just because I trust you guys that much. It's good, and I'll tell you, my, my my dad was in the same boat as you were, man. Dad was talking the same thing, man. I ain't gonna eat that stuff, man. I ain't gonna eat that stuff. I can see I that. Do the, I don't do the fish. I don't do all that. We got him on a Georgia road. That man is driving from Savannah two times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat you with that. I'm your dad. I shouldn't have to pay. Like no, 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 no. Business. <laughs> Business. Yes, sir. I got a dad coupon. <laughs> Remember that time I took you to Little League? Yeah, well, you know, I'm paying you back now by working hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of real, uh, uh, is there anything from the realm of sushi mm-hmm. that you guys don't carry or won't carry? And if so, why? I mean, I think you could list off a few different things, really. Yeah, there's a lot of extremes. And I, I think it. the number one proponent of it is just as Marshall was saying in the beginning is just trying to keep everything simple mm-hmm. and trying to streamline and and be able to keep everything fresh. It, I feel like when you start bringing on too many different items and especially particular little things, then you're 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 taking away focus from other things as well. Okay. You start trying to add on some octopus and and crazy like these little like urchins and you know different things like that and. It, and we have people ask for them all the time. Right. And it just really, I think at the end of the day, boils down to being able to keep it fresh and focus on what we do best. So you guys stay away from the more exotic things. Yeah, well, we yeah. want to we wanna make it to where like everybody can eat here too. And I don't want it to be that real. Like the whiz, the, like the, the puffer fish yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like I don't want yeah. it to be that type of. Yeah, I, I don't want to so. take the chance, you know? Yeah, I, and, and that's another thing. You don't have to worry about someone saying, "Oh my God, I had the puffer fish. Now I can't feel my face." You know, and and, and, and I and, and I understand that. That's a that's a look. We wasn't born in Japan. We ain't, we not taking that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't trying to get sued. I got enough money. Mm-hmm. Buy my Heineken. Listen to my Jeezy. Yep. <laughs> that's it. I'm beating the Jeezy with a dead stick. But uh, yeah, you know, I I see a lot of like weird stuff when I watched the shows on TV and, and I knew that was a question I wanted to ask you guys because, mm. you know, uh, I, for some reason, people love the dangerous stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I it's, don't it's know the, It's the experience or it's the... I don't know. I mean, a, it's really just like whenever you're, you are serving that kind of food, like, I just feel like it kind of brings like a disconnect. Like, we like to 
make sure our places for anybody to come in, anybody feel comfortable reading the menu. You know, you you know pretty much everything that's going on, and yeah. I try to get too like particular on like the sushi side. Like, much more of our customers come in not like a sushi fanatic, yeah. and they just really just want some good food, and they yeah. read the reviews and things like that. And we always like to make sure that we keep our restaurant like as a place where we want to feel we want to made we want to be like feeling uncomfortable if we were to come in i just feel like if we like made it really sushi and really kind of that high tier type stuff i just feel like it really a lot of people are going to be discouraged from coming in and just trying it because yeah. it can be intimidating whenever you walk into some of those sushi places that's and you don't know everything that's going on that's on the menu and you really don't know how to fine you don't know what you want mm -hmm. so yeah. we like to make sure we keep everything pretty basic and mix the flavors in the right way to where everybody can enjoy it because mm -hmm. you know despite the name being raw ingredients actually majority of our menu is cooked food like cooked sushi yeah it's not all it's not all raw and not even majority of it's like raw i like raw. the name i i, I do I, I i it catches your eye Mm -hmm. But and then that's something that you associate with sushi anyway, mm -hmm. so it's real good marketing, mm -hmm. you, you know. Um, so, is there ever a time when you guys are here and you didn't been it's been a long day, and you just be like, "Damn, I want a burger." All the time. <laughs> yeah. Once a week, all the time. Once a week, all the time. You gotta go holler at Josh over at Rock Out, man. I, the reason why I asked that question, I was coming in today, and. Being that this is my first like interview style, mm -hmm. um, I was listening to some interviews. I was listening to uh, uh, Jeff Rogan and um, one of the guys from uh, the Chappelle Show. They were talking about cooking and about uh, steak and elk and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm asking because I see the hunter jacket on, so that's also brought it to me. <laughs> he was saying like, look, there's certain meats that you cook, you cook it well done, and certain meat you got to cook rare. And they said he was talking about elk. And uh, so I was like, uh, I ain't never ate no elk. I don't know how to cook it. You know me, me. I just don't want it to make no noise when I stab it. <laughs> so he was saying that there are certain meats and certain stuff uh -huh. that you have to cook and leave it rare, or you're going to ruin the meat. Yeah. Um. Some people say the same thing with certain items on like the tuna and stuff on sushi is better when it's you know raw or whatnot mm -hmm. or rare um or rare. yeah mm -hmm. i i've seen uh the ahi tuna uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. i've seen that and the reason why i know that i can't get credit to y'all for that that's from andrew zimmer and bizarre foods uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i've seen him like actually fish and they pull the fish out of the water and they slice it right there and yeah. they're going at it right. so um but yeah i just uh <clears throat> i i just i i the first thing that came to my mind when people started talking about sushi was, how can you eat fish raw? You know, because that's see all the disclaimers on fish and stuff and whatnot. So, but instead of sitting there and being an idiot, I educated myself. Mm -hmm. I don't just sit there and be like, well, that's why you, I'll come in and I'll ask you guys questions. Because mm -hmm. I, I want to know. Because, you know, at some point, you never know with COVID. The only thing you might have to eat is sushi. So <laughs> if I don't eat something, then I'm 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 screwed. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but yeah, it's good on just like educating yourself, just yeah. like that, because a lot of times we'll have customers come in that really aren't educated, and then some of their questions, like 
don't make sense. Like one of the biggest misconceptions is like how you just said, when they catch the tuna and they slice it open and they eat it, about 30 seconds after that, you you can't eat that raw like that. Right. Like the tuna has the to mercury be, and all that, right? Well, it's just like parasites can grow very quickly in worms. And the first thing that you have to do with tuna is it has to be frozen. You have to freeze the tuna for it to kill all the parasites. Right. So yeah, a lot I of people that. just come in and they just, they kind of assume that you went to a market and you just picked up this fish and you cut it cut it you know filleted it and now you're serving it because they say oh is your tuna frozen the tuna has to be frozen right. from the very beginning yeah, exactly. and then you can deal or with the even fish be considered like sushi grade and like edible right i've yeah. seen that because I, I used to watch the, the the tuna fishing and they would cut it to test it and then all of Boom! Right into that hole. Right into the freezer. Right, right, right. You know, and then you see it after they pull it out, and they even it's, it's even more beautiful. Yeah, the meat is. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's, it's it's really firm. You know, the Curious. ice. Yeah, the yeah. ice melts. Oh, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, some of the most beautiful uh, cuts of meat I've ever seen come from seafood. Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. I'll admit that. Mm -hmm. Now, will I eat it? Probably not. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, I but um. Uh, being a single father and having to raise kids and trying to get them to eat healthy, I would, like, once again, educate myself. I would get, like, tuna steaks because my kids like tuna and whatnot. They like salmon. And I'll get them and, and I'll get recipes and I'll doll them up for them. You know, my children used to eat beets out of the can as snacks which to this day, I still don't understand because I hate beets mm -hmm. with a passion. That's a weird one. It smell like dirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, D'Artagnan would come home and the bags of, of, of vegetables that you steam, uh -huh. he'd steam them, then put pepper and salt on them. And he's like, you know, that's not popcorn, right? That's, that's vegetables. <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, like when people, I, I was actually aware of that about having to freeze it. But then, you know, like, the first time I saw it, I like, hell, why don't you know here about Mercury and all that? But then you'll see shows like when these guys are on survival shows, mm -hmm. like when they catch, like, crabs and stuff like that, they keep them alive until they get ready to cook them. Uh -huh. Because once they die, the build-up is right. So, But a lot of them, even when you when you fish them, yeah. Like a lot of those fish already have parasites living in them anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not even like a, a thing for it being like predisposed to the, to the air or something. It's this shit's already in them. You right. know, and you you gotta you gotta have a way to kill them. So well, you know, Andrew Zimmerman eat a lot of weird stuff, so he probably got parasites that he's <laughs> oh, yeah. good friends with. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whole host. Uh, this would be considered a specialty shop amongst everywhere up here. Just like you could actually really say that uh, Pier 16 mm -hmm. is especially seafood steakhouse kind of. Mm -hmm. It's a different vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, they did what you guys did. They uh, found a niche. Now, with them being over there and them being a seafood, do you worry like maybe you're in direct competition with them when it comes to seafood or being that you're fresh and whatnot, you still can have your place and coexist? Yeah, that's, that's a completely different yeah. place. Yeah, that's there. a... It caters to a different person. Yeah, yeah I can't afford. Like we're that. we're fast casual and 
breakfast. I just feel like sushi and seafood are really, there's a big distinction. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a difference. Anybody coming out to Tybee looking for seafood is not talking about They're probably seafood. talking about the crab yeah, shack. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're talking about, yeah, but that's what they're looking that's for, that right, type of restaurant. Right. It's not, yeah, that, that would like, be their competition. And it's I feel not, like that, that's perfect. That's where Pier 16 fits in perfect for oh, people yeah. looking for seafood, but also want to have like a nice atmosphere and a nice presentation yeah, and everything exactly. that goes along with You want to feel rich even seafood. if you're not rich. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. the, full, the full dining experience. Have you have you seen their uh, seafood tower? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, this is the thing. You know, because they were not fully staffed when they did their soft open, that was one of the dishes they weren't going to make because it takes two people to make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Do you guys have something where it's like your biggest most extravagant thing on the menu? Everything's pretty simple. The only like, there's only like a few dishes that are like semi-tedious that kind of like use up your your area of work. Um, some, t- some of them being like the lettuce wraps or something to where you're, there's multiple steps in the process. Um, that's kind of one. And we're also in the future want to look at other appetizer options and things that yeah. wouldn't consume that amount of time while you're trying to get things in and out. Mm-hmm. And because there's just some, there's certain like menu items that can kind of like stumble up the flow. Like there's a yeah, flow I'm going and you have orders coming that. in. Yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then it, like, it can be just one or two things that they might order order in a certain time frame yeah. to where it can kind of like make gum things. Gum the work. Yeah, yeah, just gum exactly. it up a little bit. So. Exactly. That's also on us to try to experiment with new items or new appetizers and things that might even taste better or have better presentation, but don't gum up the work in that sense to where everything can move fluidly. Okay. Do you guys ever think about maybe incorporating some other things to be more kid oriented, you know, to make it an easier transition when parents bring their kids in here to eat like the kids be like, oh, wow. I might like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that was Ripe's. That was Ripe's kind of purpose. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was like Ripe's purpose and that. But then so, even on the on the sushi side of it too, for the kids that do like sushi, because you'd be surprised how many yeah, eight year old like, kids we got coming in here and getting salmon nigiri mm-hmm. and ordering eel and scallops and you know all the crazy kind of yeah, stuff. Um, so wow. I think that's a big side of it too, though. Is is also being able to introduce the younger generation to this. It's kind of because it is kind of a new wave. I mean, we weren't, when we were a kid, when I was eight years old, we weren't eating sushi. You know, I mean, that kind of came. Oh, it was like, all about crystals, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back gut, when we yeah. crystals. Gut grenades, yeah. bro. This might be a little Shizzle bit before y'all time. Bro. When I was a kid, crystals used to have two big burgers on their menu. Oh, yeah. It was like, it was, uh, I don't remember what it, my mother was like, we're going to get a couple of crystals. Like, no, I want that burger. <laughs> it, it looked it looked like a whopper. Really? It had like a no. Was it a square patty? Though? No, 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 no. It was a round patty. <laughs> right. it, remember the so old? Might have been at Wendy's. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, trust me, because it was it looked like a big bacon uh, bundle. It did, uh-huh. but yeah. And then all of a sudden it was gone. I was like, do you know how many of these little burgers I'm gonna have to eat? That, that one. Like, but the big one. But I was like, well, the reason why I asked you guys because I was thinking. I said to myself, I said self. As I call myself, I like, what about like a candy uh, sushi? You know, like you take some cinnamon and you got like a fruit roll up with some raisins and 
some cream cheese hold in the on, middle of it. Hold on, dude. Hold on. Man. Yeah. This man said fruit roll up and raisins. Yeah, instead of using cream cheese. Yeah, like a green fruit roll up. Yeah. You know, some uh, some fruit flavored cream yeah. cheese, some, some raisins, and boom. Stick with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. let's make sure we don't, keep you on the Don't worry about no dessert menu. <laughs> Look, I never said it was a good idea. I said it was an idea, you know. No, that's a sweet potato roll, though, man. We got a good one, man. It's probably sweet yeah, potatoes. Yeah, check out the sweet potato roll. Sweet. That's what you need, Dre. Sir, that sounds, what you need. that sounds like you're gearing towards the black folk. I'm telling you, I, you know what? I, I probably will try that, you know, yeah, next time I come in. No, yeah. not be right up your alley. It's good. I haven't had any sweet potatoes in I don't know how long. I mean, you grow up in a black household and there's every holiday is sweet potato. I, I got tired of sweet potato pie. I hear that. You know, like, you're like, what we got here for dessert? Sweet potato pie. Coming a week later, still got sweet potato pie. <laughs> you're like, you got everything for Thanksgiving. And then over here, you got a table with nothing but sweet potato pie. I'm like, oh, God. Can I get a pound Can cake? I get pumpkin? Yeah. Can I, get some? No, I don't like pumpkin. <laughs> I don't like it either. Yeah, it's like, like, like blasphemy get that off my table. <laughs> so, what's your favorite item on the menu for yourself? Mm. I'm going lava roll, man. Yeah. That's something hard. Oh, ain't the it? dynamite. The dynamite. Yeah, that's something hard, ain't it? Dynamite's hot. Lava's not hot. We got a Chatamite roll that's really good. We got really a Chatamite roll, too. I'm Flamingo. Flamingo roll. <laughs> flamingo it's roll. It's good, man. It's good. It's in a soy paper. It's in like a pink soy paper. It's got a little fried shrimp, spicy crab, some avocado. You, you big on the fried shrimp and hey, the spicy hey, crab. I'm, I'm about, I'll be the first to tell you, I ain't into the raw, man. I eat it, you know what I'm saying? Product testing, you know, we'll try it out a little bit. But like, so if you're gonna manage, you're gonna have to. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's just, it's kind of like with the police officer. Where if you're gonna hold this, you got to be shocked yeah, by it. Absolutely. And be like, sir, I don't think I'm gonna be able to work here. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, I'm good on getting tased. Man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's genetic. Us black folk don't like nothing that seems like it's a. Uh, like I tell uh my uh, friend. He's like, look, my girlfriend, you know, she loves sushi. I eat it because she love it. Like, you know, she like to play with handcuffs. I told her I can't do it because I'm black and it's genetic. We don't like <laughs> handcuffs or whips. It's a negative thing, you know. But it's all good. I, um, You guys have really opened my eyes to, you know, your story and the business. Mm. I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, you know, tell your story and I hope that I can get it out to enough people that as we get back in the season more people will come out because I hope you guys are here as long as Rock House and everybody else you deserve to be here that long because if you can convince me <laughs> to eat sushi then all of y'all need to be in politics <laughs> absolutely you know that 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 was kind of like uh, like sushi what no we appreciate it, Dre. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys are good guys, and, and I, uh, like I said, I really enjoy doing this show today. Um, in closing, if you had anything to say to my audience, what would it be? Um, specifically, if you were saying anybody that might be younger or looking to go into business or really do anything on their own and trying to do their own thing to make money or something, the main advice that I would give is just do it. Um, you know, be planned, have a plan, look at certain things, but don't necessarily believe everything that might be discouraging. 
whenever you look up into a certain field or something like that. And then whenever you feel like you are semi-ready and you've saved up funds and you've done whatever you need to do to prepare yourself is just really just go ahead and do it. And even if you don't have the best of the best tools, it doesn't mean that you're destined for failure. You, you just really need to get up and, and get out and do it, whatever it is, whatever little action it is. Um, just get out and do it. Just especially you doing the podcast. Yeah. I mean, if you say you want to do a podcast, you can always create excuses. I don't have the best microphone or I need to save up till I have the best computer or I don't have the time to. It, you can find any excuse for you not to do something, but it's really just getting out and doing it. And whatever you don't know, trust me, you're going to get hit with it and you'll figure out a way. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because I, I agree with you totally with that. I started my karaoke career years ago with borrowed equipment and mm-hmm. CDs. Yeah. And you know, now everything is digital for me. My computers came from uh, their secondhand computers. And uh, so yeah, I agree with you totally on that. Thank you for that. People need to really hear that mm-hmm. and they need to take that to heart. Uh, yeah, I, I give you a standing ovation. I can't stand up right now though. So, uh, wow. I'm I'm humbled by that. So, well, folks, looks like we're just about out of time. We presented you with the truth about sushi and the documented facts. So now it's up to you and what you decide to do with them. Remember, new shows posted every Monday by 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to send your comments to us by email to the Shaka Reality at yahoo.com. That's D-A-S-H-O-C-K. O-F-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y All one word with no spaces Subject podcast Also follow us on Instagram Under the same heading Podcasts are available on Anchor FM As well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts Just search the name of the show This has been your host DJ SAV Shouts out to Evan Smalls Here with the fellas of Raw Ingredients In closing If we said anything you don't agree with All you have to do is prove us wrong. Peace.